Count the nigga that can go ball for ball with Jada. Let me tell you who suck like banana now latest. Black China had the bomb. I'll take Surprise, motherfucker. Count the nigga that can go ball for ball with Jada. Let me tell you who suck like banana now latest. Black China had the bomb. I'll take Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Quintessential Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Q, Mr. Quintessential, wherever you want to call me. <laughs> a lot of shit has been going down this last week. <laughs> and I thought that was a perfect way to start the podcast. I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah, a lot of shit's gone down, a lot of music's come out, a lot of news has come out. Uh, God, let's 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 play that shit one more time. Come on, man. Let's go. I I just I gotta play that shit. Banana now, latest. Black China had the bomb. Al Gotcha, bitch. Pimping <laughs> out, mate. <laughs> oh God, nah. I hope everybody had a good week, and um, I hope everybody's doing well out there, and you know, in good spirits and good health. Been a, it's been a long week, been a cold week down here in the UK. The temperatures re- reaching minus, you know, minus one, minus two. Today, got in my car, it's about minus four. A bit of snow here and there. Heard it's uh, quite bad up east and up north as well. A lot of snowfall down there, so I hope everyone's keeping safe on the roads and, you know, just can keep it wrapped up and warm. Yeah, so let's just get to the shits right now. <laughs> Let me start off with uh, how I started off the today's episode with... Black China, oh god, Black China, darling, 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 what are you doing, love, what are you doing, right, so for, for those who are not aware, a couple of days ago, or well, last week, some sometime last week, Black China's sex tape kind of leaked, and Jesus Christ, I mean, what, <laughs> how can you be married to a Kardashian, uh, have such close relationships with Kardashians, right? And you don't know how to suck a dick properly. Seriously, you don't know how to suck a dick properly. You know, Black China. She's, she's one of them Instagram. We want them Instagram dots, them hoes. You see how always parading out. Instagram's flooded with her. You know, scandally clad in scandalous pictures and stuff like that. And, you know, she's got kids from Tiger and Rob Kardashian, and you know, as James said, again, she 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 sucked James Dick, and she's been with quite a few guys from the rap game. She was with Playboy Carti for a while, and Jesus Christ! So you'd thought, yeah, this girl knows how to fucking suck a dick, you know, and you know, and knows how to fuck. Clearly not from this bloody video that leaked. It's like a minute, minute 23 video or so. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know what game was thinking there. I don't know, well, I don't know why game said that. Um, I'm questioning his, his, his thoughts there. You know, maybe he lied in <laughs> game chat and shit there. <laughs> oh, well, um... Jesus Christ, and I love game as well, you know, no, no disrespect to game. <laughs> more, more disrespect to Black China. I mean, fucking hell, that girl, mate, Jesus, you know, and it was just, it was just, it was tough to watch, it was tough to watch, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, so it was a video of her, apparently, you know, giving some guy head, her, her boyfriend at the time, or guy, whatever she be, Michi, um, you know, it was like a minute 23 video of that, 
and then uh, there was a little video of her actually you know having sex with Michi and stuff like that and uh, when 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 he was about to bus it looked like she was like about to run away or something you know she like looked like she got the hell up out of that bed and just literally split cut straight out the door <laughs> but geez yeah that was shocking you know that was very shocking so and then she came out and said no it's not me and she wants to sue for revenge porn and this and all this bullshit and all this I don't really give it too much fucks about this you know I just thought it was funny and you know I want to watch it and the reactions pouring in so I thought and then this this song I immediately came to mind when Game said this is bar so I thought let me start it off with this <laughs> as you can see we've got a little soundboard going as well so guys apologies I might be a bit excessive with the soundboard today you know I'm, uh, I was being really excited to record the podcast this week uh, since I've got this soundboard so um, apologies for a bit too excessive but it's just me having fun <laughs> but yeah yeah so um, yeah fuck that black china man fuck her you know, don't want to waste too much time talking about her when we can get to the music and all the other shits that's going on right so yeah black china aside there's been a lot of music that has been released last week or so more, more predominantly singles and stuff there was an album that came out um, that was called Jericho Jackson, that was by Crisis and Elzai, we'll get to that a bit later, I'll, I'll get into my thoughts and deep dive into that a bit later, so let me let me start with some of the singles that were released, there was a new Prime track that was released, and they announced the track list as well, a new Post Malone track featuring Ty Dollar Sign, hopefully I think that's what for that Beer Bongs and Mentally post has been teasing for a while, we've got a new Crook, King Crooked, Royce and DMX track from this Forever MC project. We've got a new Davies track, surprising. Uh, we've got a new Joiner Lucas Lucas and Chris Brown track, and then that was a joint project. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll get into a bit of that. Uh, Bumby announced his new album, Return of the Trill, coming out March 16th. Uh, can't wait for that, I'm a big uh, UGK fan as well. So uh, that's that. And um, yeah, so uh, a few other things as well. Um, apparently, Rush Hour Four was announced. We'll get into a bit of that as well in a bit. Um, there was the Sob and RB Ganging album that was out. We'll get into my thoughts about that as well. Let's start off with the new Prime track, right? So Prime is slated to drop March sixteenth, I believe, as well. Uh, they did announce the uh track list. Uh, we'll just get into that now. So, yeah, new Prime track. He released the track with, uh, with Davies in a couple of weeks ago. I played it on my uh, one of the episodes on 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 the podcast as well. Um, so yeah, that was good. And then he's came out with this song called Rocket. Uh, we'll get into a bit of that in, in a sec. Uh, I'm just pulling up the track list now. So let's get. Into this, so let's have a look at the track list here. So we have a total of, I believe, what's it loads? Here we go. Yeah, we have a total of 17 tracks, right? Um, we've got some features from Davies, obviously, from the Error track that we play that, that has been put out. We've got features from Rock Marciano, Yellow Wolf, we've got one from Novel. Uh, we got one from Rhapsody, that'll be interesting. Got one from Big Crit, and it looks like it says Den Denon. Then we've got 
one with two chains. Can't wait to hear that. And we've got one called uh, one from a feature from Chris Chandler. It says, and the title of that track is uh, <laughs> ironically "Everyday Struggle." Hmm. Don't think he's gonna be uh, taking shots at Joe because Joe and him are very tight. But oh, very interesting uh, title of that track. And then we've got the last feature is from CeeLo Green and um, Brady Watt. It looks like. Oh yeah, so quite a few features on there, uh, 17 tracks, because I think uh, one or two interludes as well. Yeah, so that's looking like shaping up to be a good project. Um, yeah, so can't wait for that, that's dropping March 16th. Uh, yeah, so let's get into this new pre-rhyme, or prime track, sorry, I don't know why I keep saying pre-rhyme. <laughs> My bad. Uh, it's called Rocket, let me just pull this up. Prime, here we go from the Prime 2 album, and yeah, so that's cool. Rocket, so let's get into a bit of this. The new Prime. Damn, son, where'd you find this? So that's a bit of that prime track rock here, you know, Roy's snapping on it as well. Thank you. Fucking air horn air horn for Roy's man. Let's get let's put air horn on this <laughs> yeah, so that's my loose soundboard, guys. Uh, loving that shit. <laughs> Air Hornful Royce out in there is bitch, mate. Okay, love Royce, love the wordplay. Can't wait for that. And yeah, so that's a little snippet I'll just play for you guys as well. I don't want to see play you too much in case you know I get fucking caught from SoundCloud, you know, from copyright and shit like that. But that's a little snippet there. Yeah, so yeah, that's that Prime Rocket. Check that out. And the album's slated to come out March 16th. 17 tracks because some good features. I can't wait for that. Another track that obviously we came up with was the Post Malone one with Ty Dollar. It's called Psycho. Let's get into that. I listened to that. That was pretty cool. Um, I'm pretty sure that I'm expecting that to go number one. As you know, a lot of people fuck with Post. And yeah, it's a nice smooth one. Let's get into a bit of that. I'll play a little bit of that. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Mm. 
Let's give to bed Ty Dollar's partner. Hey, love a bad Ty Dollar, mate. Hey, haunting this bitch for Ty Dollar, you know? <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you find this? Hey. That's that psycho, that's that post Malone Ty Dollar. Nice smooth song there. Really like that. Uh, yeah, Post Post uh, always puts out some good tracks, so. You know, people see this thing about Post, he was a one-hit wonder after White Iverson, but come on, man. The guy put out an album, I believe, was it December 2016? And that album is still on the charts, guys. I believe when I last checked, well, a couple of months ago, uh, it was still in, like, the top five positions, you know? And he's had multiple songs from that album go platinum. Congratulations, five times platinum. White Iverson, I don't know how many times platinum that is, but that's gone platinum. Um, the whole album's gone platinum as well. Jesus, you know, so... My guy's not a one-hit wonder. He knows how to make good music. Obviously, there's that little bit of scepticism by him because he's put out some comments saying, hip-hop, you don't listen to hip-hop if you want to cry and anything like that, which I don't agree with him on. People think he's a culture vulture and this and that. Um, but I'm just, appla- I'm, I'm, I'm just applauding the guy for the music. I really like his music. Uh, I got into him quite early, to be honest. I heard that White Iverson track... Maybe a week or two after it came out. And then... Built up some other Lucy's as well. Too Young being one of my favourite songs from him. Love the video for that. Remember I had that on repeat for quite a while when that came out. Then um, there's a few other Lucy's boy bands. But that never made the album. He put out that mixtape as well, August 26th. Because apparently he, uh, he was supposed to drop this uh, Stony album on August 26th. But obviously then uh, got delayed. And he put out a message saying... Uh, sorry to my fans. I know I made a mixtape of this. I feel like shit. And this and that. But then it followed up in December after that, and it didn't really disappoint. To be honest, uh, I really liked it. Uh, I know one of my good friends. One of my good friends. He's a very, uh, very avid fan of Post Malone, and uh, so uh, I remember sharing this song with him. And uh, yeah, he likes it. <laughs> he really likes it. So can't wait for the beer bongs. And Bentley Project, obviously, you had that rock star track he put out as well. Went number one. I think that went platinum as well, two times, three times, something like that. Um, so I think that's going to be featured on this album as well. But uh, he said he thought this. Uh, he said this album was going to drop last year, last December. But you know, he's come and come and went without no sign of that. He said he's working on it. Uh, obviously, he's dropping this song now. So maybe the date is getting closer. Don't know. He hasn't said anything. But let's uh, let's keep our ears pierced. Uh, I will you know, his pissy. Let's keep our ears peeled, and eyes eyes open. You know, and see what happens. Uh, see if he announces a date or anything soon. Yeah, so that's that. Post Malone, Ty Dollar, Psycho. Make sure you guys check that out. Nice smooth track by Posty there. All right, next up, what have we got next up? We have new track featuring Crook, King Crooked, Royce, and DMX. It's from that Forever MC project that was announced. Right, and uh, static with static selector doing most of the DJ and production work there. So, uh, they announced that an album's coming out as well. Um, under this Ferrer MC banner, and I mean the track listing looks really good as well. So hold on, have a look one second. So we've got, uh, so in this Ferrer MC, the uh Ferrer uh, Fer- MC album is called Ferrer MC, and it's different 
right? And you've got the King Kong track, which DMX Royce and King Brooker, which I'm going to play for you guys a little bit in, in a second. And uh, so we've got how many tracks on here? We've got 12. And we've got features from Snoop Dogg. You've got obviously King Crooked on there, Tech 9, DMX, Royce, Lupe Fiasco, Talib Kweli, Raskas, E40, Wu Tang, Cool G Rap, Hopsin. You've got the game on there as well. So, yeah, quite a lot of good features on there. So, looking forward to that album. And I believe they're slated to drop as well, March 16th as well, I believe. And yeah, so I can't wait to listen to that. And uh, I just stumbled on this track as well. Uh, and so yeah, so let's have a little listen to this. This is King Kong with DMX, Royce the Five Nine, and King Crooked. Hey, with that fifty sample there. Hey, all of these bitch. Hey. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Hmm. Hey. Hey. with the bars. Crooky, one of my favorite lyricists, mate. Skipped a bit of Royce's part. DMX on the chorus. Here's Royce in this bitch. Hey. Skip ahead to about DMX's part. Hey, the dog back in the house. Yeah, so that's that King Kong track uh, from this Forever MC project that's slated to drop March 16th. A lot of good features on there. That one track as well, what a banger. Check that one out, the one I just played, that's King Kong. It's from, uh, so the title is uh, Forever MC, that's the name of the artist actually is Forever MC and it's featuring King Crooked, Static Selector, Royce of Fire 9 and DMX. So make sure you guys check that out. All lyricists on there. And, you know, DMX doing his usual DMX flow as well. So you'd never get tired of that. So make sure you guys check that out. Can't wait for that as well. You know, a lot of good lyrical projects dropping. So really excited. Got a new Davies track he put out. I think it was just Lucy. I don't think he's building up to anything at the moment. Because he's touring for Paranoia 2. That dropped last uh, last month. So I think it's just a Lucy that probably didn't make... Um, Paranoia, let's get into it. It's nice, uh, nice, uh, I wouldn't say smooth, but nice, good beat for Dave. And uh, yeah, so let's just get a bit into this. This is Davies with Peter Pan. Nice, well, wow, sound nice, nice, smooth beat actually. It is. <laughs> He's 
27, think he's 22. It's mm. work. He played a crib, just polishing his 22. Plus, he eat a bowl of food, but never grocery shop. Acting like he out looking for a job, but he know he not. He know, he know the gossip. He know what happened when Chad got locked up. Hey. He keep making promises. He go and help her. He never felt a hard time dealing with pressure. The young niggas used to respect him, was kind of credible. So that's that bit of that Peter Pan with Davies on there. So make sure you guys check that out. I'm not gonna. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm not playing the full song. You know, I'm just playing a little snippet for you guys, uh, just to give you like a little taste of what's what's the song's about. But yeah. So make sure you get checked out as Davies with Peter Pan. Just a Lucy single, I believe. I don't think um he's uh putting out on a project anytime soon. But as I said, Dave's a tremendous storyteller, and yeah, basically he's just saying in this that he's got a lot of friends. You know. Peter Pan, he's using Peter Pan as a as a metaphor, saying you know Peter Pan never grows up, he never grows old, so he's got friends that you know never grow up, and stuck in the childish ways. So again, you know, check that out if you're a fan of Dave. I'm a big fan of Dave. You like that lyrical and storytelling content? Listen, give uh, that a listen as well. You know, check out that Paranoia too. He dropped last month as well. Check out that Ky- Kyrie Chanel. Project he dropped, uh, I believe, was it not last year, the year before? That's a tremendous mixtape. That 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 is so good. That should be an album. And yeah, check out the Paranoia as well. He dropped six months before this, as well. So he's got a good few projects out. So make sure you check that out. And yeah, always a big fan of Dave. And yeah, yeah. Um, let me know what you guys think of that. So that's Davies with Peter Pan. What else we got lined up next for you guys? We have. The new Joyner Lucas and Chris Brown track. Right, so this one surprised me. Didn't really expect, you know, this was just out of the blue. Didn't really expect, you know, and uh, a, a, a song, uh, let alone a project, a joint project from these two. So the joint project is called Angels and Demons. And um, they put out this track. Uh, and... Uh, I was presently surprised, you know. I mean, Jordan has always been, you know, he's a new lyricist, he's a new rapper, he's a really good lyricist, really good storyteller. Um, so I'm not surprised with it, but Chris Brown rapping, I've heard him rap before, and honestly, I could say he raps better than uh, quite a lot of these guys out there, you know. And that's saying something when an R&B guy can rap better than most of these rap guys, that's saying something. Um, I refer back to there was uh when the BT awards came on I think the BT hip hop awards with the BT ciphers, black you know pronounced six lakh, um, he there he was in one of the ciphers, and he was rapping, and man he was he he was really good you know he was you know normally he's known for his singing and his low 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 uh, low voice, but he was rapping and damn man he can rap. A hell a lot better than quite a lot of the guys. You know, Rihanna as well. You saw Rihanna on that NERD album. And that song. Uh, was it Lemon or Lemonade? Um, she was rapping as well. So it just makes you think. Wow man. These, these R&B guys. These singers and everything. They can really rap. And I'll, I'll show you why in a second. Um, I'm going to play that track. And yeah. So like. Chris. You know. I, I, I actually prefer when he raps. You know. I, I don't mind him singing. Um, the whole song in the whole song like he starts off rapping so he can go toe to toe with Joyner and then Joyner comes in rapping as well and then uh, pulling back near the end he sings a little bit 
but yeah, damn man, Chris Chris can rap his ass off, you know. I'm pretty sure he can rap better than quite a lot of these new guys. He's played with Cartes and these little Uzi verts and stuff like that. Even you know he can he can he can hold his own. You know he's holding his own with Joiner. You know Joiner's known for being one of the new top tier lyricists coming breaking through the wall. So that's saying something. I think he's doing this project potentially just to show that he can do both. You know, he can sing, he can do all the R&B songs, all these melodic songs, and as well as he can rap simultaneously as well. So, yeah, let's get into a bit of this. So, this is Julian Lucas and Chris Brown. Uh, it's off of this Angels and Demons project that they've announced. No release date yet. Uh, it's called Strange Things. Beat is good as well. Bottles in a bucket full of ice. Hey, make room, room, hit a Lambo, celebrate. Hey, 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 Ah, yeah, so that's, that's a bit of Chris Brown rapping there. Jordan's gonna join coming in there at yeah, uh, that part as well. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just play that much for you guys. Make sure you guys uh, get, get uh, check out that track. So that's Jordan Lucas and Chris Brown with Stranger Things. Chris rapping his ass off. Uh, you know, even with the flow and the speed of him as well, you know, the speed of the flow and the delivery as well. That's uh, very surprising for me. I've heard Chris rap before, but not that, not that fast, not with that kind of flow, and not for a while. I mean, after he dropped this uh, Heartbreak on the Full Moon project. Uh, so, yeah, so it's very refreshing to hear Chris rap. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to this now after hearing this song. I'm looking forward to this project. I wonder what it's going to be about. Uh, yeah, so that's Chris Brown and Joyner Lucas with Strange Things. You guys check that out. Uh, yeah, so moving on, what we have next is we have the uh, one of the albums that dropped last Friday, Jericho Jackson. That's by Crisis and Elzai. For those that are unaware, Crisis is one of a uh, one of favorite, um, not favorite, one of a very famous producers. He's produced quite a lot of people, and you got Elzai. He's a very uh, very known. Very lyrical, very established Detroit MC. He put out uh, his uh, I think solo album, not not his first, but I'm not sure which one. Um, his third or fourth, I think it was last year or year before, called Lead Poison. Uh, that was really good. Very underrated lyricist. Uh, I'm not. I'm pretty sure people in Detroit and all that, have got, and obviously people appreciate lyricism things like that. they've heard of Elzai. Um, you know, dating back. Uh, quite a, probably possibly a decade or so so he's quite established in the hip-hop and uh hip-hop and rap world uh so yeah this this one i didn't i, I didn't uh really you know look out for anything i, I didn't know what's coming but i know who else i is and i've listened to his music before and i've been a fan of it so yeah this one surprised me and the whole album front to back i really like it's very short it's only 40 minutes um but Elzai being a lyricist he is, he's talking a lot of stuff and you know he's talking all that real shit on there and you know again he's a really good storyteller as well and production is obviously handled by Crisis, phenomenal over these like boom bappy kind of beats 
very smooth tracks as well. Uh, yeah, so the whole album front to back, it, it is really good. It is flames. So I suggest you guys do check it out. I'll just play a few of my favorite tracks. I think I'll play two or three of them. Uh, right, so I will just uh, get into there, Jericho Jackson. Right, yeah, so it's about 40 minutes long and we've got about 11 songs, right? Well, the first one is literally kind of like a skit, anyway. Uh, right, so, yeah, let's uh, get into a bit of this. This is Jericho Jackson, this is Crisis and Elzai, right? Uh, one was called Jericho Jackson. I'm just going to play you a little snippet of a few tracks, right, of my favourites. So, this one is called... Cuffing Season. I love this. Probably my favorite song on the album, because uh, of the beat and obviously you know the, uh, what he's saying in there as well. Let's get into a bit. This is Cuffing Season. Hmm. Hey. Hey, honey, this bitch for this beat. Hope that shells like so when the streets talk, hope it's at a low volume. Young boy lost freedom just to get respect from it. Couldn't Yes, that's Cuffin Season. Right, that's track number four from that Jericho Jackson album. Moving on, we're going to track number five. This one's called Seventeen. So, as I told you, he's a phenomenal storyteller. And this seventeen, uh, this track five called Seventeen is a prime example why. It's basically based off, you know, uh, yeah, the guy or whoever it is, a guy or girl, whoever, you know, it's, it's, it's not specified really. But, you know, what you go through at the age of 17, you know, you know, you're smoking, you're drinking, you know, having unprotected sex or anything like that for the first time, so on and so forth. So it's detailing the life of a, you know, general seventeen-year-old, and uh, so you know that that these kind of things, you know, where it's just you know stuff that you can relate to, really hits close for you. So this is track number five from this Jericho Jackson album with Crisis and Elzai. Seventeen. Let's get into a bit of that. Oh. Phenomenal beat again by Crisis. Yeah. At 17, you wouldn't be the youngest corpse ever seen. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Yes, that's that track 17 of the Jericho Jackson album, right? Uh, yeah, so make sure you guys check that out. And I'll play one more for you guys from this Jericho Jackson album. And that one is track number six. That's called Friends. And again, you'll see he's back into that storytelling lane. He's talking about what friends are, you know, to him and, you know, what friends should should do. And, you know, and, you know how some of them can backstab you and, you know, 
you know, deceive you and they'll, you know, be wearing to be two faced and wearing, you know, different masks just, you know, just to fool around with you and this and that. So it's getting to a bit of that as friends. And other things, you know, you can relate to where you're growing up or even now or stuff that you've been through. So let's get into that. This is track number six, Friends. Right track shift up under your feet. They fraudulent, so it's no wonder to see. Is there whether the outcome is that you want to defeat? I always felt someone who's true would be loyal to them beneath the soil. Loyal, hey. No need for crying over spoiled milk that's spilled. Cause everybody isn't built to I know I'm rinsing this shit out of that one, but yeah, I just got up and some fun guys. <laughs> just getting used to it. Not the one with misleading surprises. Cause that's a fake relationship involving enemies needing disguises. I need you, mm. friend. <sighs> well, the, what that bar there? You, so the actual the title of the track is called Friends, right? But it's stylized F dot R dot I dot E dot N dot S, right? Uh, wait, oh, sorry, F R I N D S. Yeah, well, see, he's got the dots between, and he's basically saying, you know, that what, what that bar that you just said there. Just just repeat that. Not the one with misleading surprises Cause that's a fake relationship Involving enemies needing disguises Fake relationships uh, And enemies needing disguises You know, the, the stylizing What that friends the, You know, the acronym there What it stands for, you know Damn, you know <laughs> it's, just, it's just so smart And um, yeah, so so witty as well I say, you know That's, that's brilliant well play On the part of Elsai there So yeah, make sure yeah, you guys check that out that's that Friends track from this Jericho Jackson album. Check out the whole album, Jericho Jackson by Crisis and Elzai. If you're a fan of wordplay, you're a fan of lyricism, you're a fan of storytelling, if you follow Elzai and you know you documented him and you know you listened to him in the past and stuff like that and you fought with him, or even if you're just a new fan and you fought with lyricism and you're looking for more storytelling, more deep stuff and music that you can relate to, give this a listen, Jericho Jackson, uh, Crisis and Elzai. Another one of my probably favourite albums of this year. So far, there's been three good albums that I really fuck with this year. So that is uh, Causes Affected, Nipsey's Victory Lap, and now this Joker Jackson album. So, all phenomenal rap albums so far. So, and we're only, what, we're only into coming into March now. So, three good albums in the space of, what, uh, two months? Nah, that's, 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 that's phenomenal. I'm not going to count, you know, like Dave East's, Paranoia 2 and all that and all that because that's not considered an album per se considered a mixtape or whatever you want to call it project or you know playlist so yeah that's not not his uh, debut studio album as he actually called uh, as he's uh, specified so yeah I won't, I won't I won't include mixtapes and things like that into this but yeah so far three good albums uh, yeah I can't wait to see what's in store for the rest of this year you know it's coming it's only been two months Tory dropping his album this Friday. I cannot wait. See what that, uh, that's about. We'll see. And uh, yeah, so I can't wait for that. Hopefully, yeah, it, didn't, it doesn't look like there's going to be any skits on the album from the track list. I remember we discussed that uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, so really excited about Tory's album dropping uh, this uh, this Friday. And also I'll give you my review and deep dive into that next, uh, next uh, week. So yeah, so yeah. Well, yeah, make sure you check out that Jericho Jackson album there by Crisis and Hellside. Right, now moving on. 
there was another release uh, from SOB and RBE, uh, and they put out their uh, debut album Gangin. You might know these guys, they were featured on the Black Panther uh, album soundtrack in uh, one of the songs. Um, which was, uh, which, uh, I can't remember the name of the song. Let me just let me just get that up there. So S O B and R B E. Right, so they were featured on that song "Paramedic" from the Black Panther album. Really good song. Um, and they released their debut studio album "Gangin." Right now, honestly, guys, well, I listened to. Four tracks from this album, and I honestly could not get into it. Therefore, you know, I got to the fourth track, and I had to turn it off. I just could not get into it. And the first track started off them shouting and this and that, and you know, so it wasn't really my. And then I stuck with it. Uh, for like track two, I think track two was okay for me, and three. I and mean, four, I, 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 yeah, I just couldn't, you know, I just couldn't get into the album, and so, you know, I haven't listened to the album fully, but from so far what I've heard, I'm not a fan really. So and things with me is that, well, I listen to music, and it doesn't catch me just like that from from the beat or from the lyrics or from the flow or anything like that, then I'm instantly turned off from it instantly. So, uh, that was the case with this one. Maybe I need to stick with it and stick through it, uh. But yeah, I don't know when that will be because, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm not not yeah, keen or I'm not inclined to li- go back to listen to it anytime soon, um. Because it just put me off generally from from the get go. So, uh, you guys let me know what 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 you think of it. But this is just my opinion, obviously. Obviously, maybe people fuck with the album and you know they, they might think I'm. You know, delusional and smoking some fucking shit out of the world. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, honestly, for me, I didn't really like what I heard so far, and I had to turn it off. So that's just my opinion. But um, yeah, you guys let me know what you think, and if I should give it another chance or not. I might get around to listening to it again, essentially, uh, this week, next week or so. If I do, I will let you guys know, and I'll give you my actual proper, proper, proper review of it. But so far. What I listened to, I didn't really like. Um, Buying probably one track. Um, But yeah, let me know what you guys think of that. It just wasn't for me when I started listening to it. Uh, What else have we got lined up for you guys? We have um, Rush Hour 4, right? So I'm going to air a bit of my grievances here. So Rush Hour 4 was announced by Chris Tucker. He did an interview and he said that it's been uh, green lit. They were arguing about the script for quite some time, him and Jackie, and Jackie wasn't really happy with the script that was being uh, presented to him last couple of times that they've tried to uh, get the song, uh, get the ball rolling, but uh, Chris Tucker did come on an interview and say that uh, Jackie has agreed to the script, yeah, he apparently agreed yesterday on the daily interview, and um, Chris Tucker said, yeah, it's all go and production's going to start soon. Now my agreement is with this is right. They've left so too much of a gap. Number one, two being the third one, Rush Hour Three wasn't even that great in my opinion. The best one to me was number two, right? And number one was great. I've watched number one and two countless times, right? 
I haven't really, I've watched number three a few times, but not as many as number one and two. I can watch those two, you know, for the rest of my life, really, you know, because they're, they're classics. You know, I won't get tired of them. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know every word that they say uh, in both both of the films, all right? But the third one, yeah, I went to go watch it in cinema. It came out in 2007, I believe, right? Um, and obviously going in really excited, you know, but it was okay. But it wasn't as great as, or didn't live up to the hype. And they, you know they longed it out for so long. I think number two came out in two thousand one or two thousand two, and then there was this five year gap. And then this one came out now. This is potentially going to be by the time the fourth one comes out, start production, they start filming. By the time the fourth one comes out, what it's going to be two thousand nineteen, potentially two thousand twenty. So you you you're talking about twelve to thirteen years. Right, I mean, there shouldn't be that much extended gap between films, you know. It's the same thing with this Bad Boys one as well, right? You got Bad Boys two, phenomenal film, right? That came out in two thousand and four, or yeah, two thousand four, two thousand five, right? And you know, it's been teased for ages that their third one's coming out. Yeah, they're trying to agree on the scripts, trying to do this, trying to do that. But now thirteen years passed, and you know, they're still saying, you know, um. It might not happen, it could happen, or a script, a script has been agreed and Martin Lawrence said, yeah, it's going, production is going to start, this and that. I mean, I'm, the excitement is gone, you know, guys, the excitement is gone. You you watch, like, these films, you know, and you think, like, you know, if they're going to make a sequel, make it in, you know, a sufficient amount of time so you keep the ball rolling, you keep the hype there, you know, but... Having these extended breaks, it's like between Toy Story two and three. That was the only case that it worked. I I say with with Pixar and Disney. Disney know how to pull it off, I guess, but you know these other ones where you know you because you, me myself watching Bad Boys two and Rush Hour two and one. I was just I was a kid when I was watching that, right? And obviously it's part of your memories, your childhood memories, growing up and stuff like that. Now. You know, they're releasing these kind of, uh, these sequels 15, 20 years later. And you're just like, you're going so attached to those films that you've grown up with. And you watched it all this time. And you're just like, why? What's the point? You know, what's the point of making another sequel? It is good where it is, where it's left off. You have good memories, fond memories of that. You don't need to make another sequel as, you know, it's potentially not going to be as great or better than the previous one and you got you got to keep in mind 15 years that's us as well and the actors cases as well like will smith's martin lawrence's case jackie chan, chan and chris tucker's case as well jackie's like oh he's what potentially 60 plus now right and he's injured his body so much by doing his own stunts right 15 years ago you'd be like yeah jackie can do this he can do that you know he's doing this doing that sit and now so that's 60 years you know I can't see and I don't want to see Jackie doing, you know, his own stunts because, you know, I don't want him to get hurt. You know, he can use a stuntman and this and that. But, you know, once people hear about, oh, yeah, Jackie's not doing his own stunts, you know, that's just that and that, this and that. You know, he shouldn't, you know, people feel a different way about it. So I really don't think Rush Hour 4 should happen. Um, when it comes out, I'll I'll look at the reviews, I'll look at the trailer or whatever, See what is about. What is what is the storyline and everything like that. Same goes for Bad Boys Three. I don't know when that's going to come out, um, but apparently that's been announced as well. I'll see what it's about, um, and if it's worth watching. It might be one of those films that when it just, uh, comes uh, onto Netflix or when it just comes out on TV or something. I might just, 
you know, rent it or whatever, or just watch it uh, like that. But uh, potentially, I probably, you know, depending on what it's looking like as well, you know, you know, so, uh, yeah, I I'll, uh, uh, don't think I will watch it in cinema, but that's just my opinion. Um, maybe some of the younger fans, you know, who potentially just, you know, probably watched the rush hours in the last five, six years, they they might be like, now nah, I want to see this uh, fourth one and this and that, but for old school fans, you know, who watch these films when they first came out and things like that, um, I'm just speaking for myself, I don't really want to see classic movies, you know, their sequels 15, 20 years later, uh, because you've had time to adapt to those films, or you have time to grow, you know, watch those films over and over again, and you know, grow close to them and have good memories of them. And you don't want that to be ruined and all that. Uh, yeah, that's just my opinion anyway. Um, yeah, so let let's see how that kind of works out. And yeah, so I think that's uh, all we got for this week. Shouts out to uh, my boy Halo. He dropped the uh, Young and Reckless EP. Uh, it's, um, uh, so make sure you guys check that out he's an uh, upcoming talent from the UK um, so that's Halo H-A-L-O and it's called Young and Reckless it's a little 4 track EP he's dropped out really good songs on there if you like if you like the whole UK grime vibe and UK R&B vibe you'll like him so make sure you check that out that'll be on your streaming platforms your music, your Spotify your titles so make sure you check that out uh, your SoundClouds as well that's Halo, Young and Reckless uh, shout out to my boy Halo there. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it for this week, guys, in terms of uh, music and news in that sense. Um, don't think I've really missed anything there. I know we kind of got through that a bit quickly, but uh, yeah, it's only just because obviously you can't play much of the tracks because I don't want uh, you know, SoundCloud to take me down, you know, they... Uh, they don't, I don't want to, them to not make me win, you know, <laughs> they don't want me to win, uh, but uh, no, I just got to abide by their, their rules and things like that, so obviously, uh, yeah, so obviously got to do that. Now we're going to play into our sleeper segment now, um, so the song I'm going to play is from a young gentleman called Eric Hartz. Uh, I stumbled on this song through Instagram, um, through Hip Hop Revival's page. Shout out to them. Um, listened to a little snippet, then I listened, to that, then I went and uh, uh, listened to the whole song, and uh, it's really good. So it's a bit of a left turn. Not this week. It's it's uh, got predominantly it's a bit mixed of a bit of R and B and a bit of hip hop, maybe a bit of trap soul if you want to call it if you want to call it that. And uh, so it's not purely R and B. He is rapping on there as well, and he is singing as well. So this is called Eric. This is uh, Eric Hartz with the song Alien Girl. Right, uh, I really like the song, so can't wait to hear what comes from him next. If it's a project or a little EP or something. Right, so here we go. Let's get into this. Eric Hartz. Right, so this is our sleeper song for the week, guys. This is a. Uh, this is Eric Hartz with Alien Girl. Let's get into a bit of these vibes right now. Hey, holding this bitch for this sleeper this week, guys. <laughs> hey. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Yes, where'd you find this on Instagram, baby? <laughs> now, if you're feeling me, pull up, that's okay. Yeah. 
with Alien Girl make sure you check that out it's a nice, nice song there bit of mix of both bit of hip hop and R&B there bit of both singing and a bit of, bit of rapping on there as well so yeah um, hopefully some uh, more things to expect from him and this year as well so hopefully he puts out a bit more music and see see uh, what he's about make sure you uh, follow us guys on Twitter and uh, Instagram uh, Twitter is uh, at the quintessent three, so that's at t h the t h e. That's quintessent. That's q u i n t e double s e n t three. The number three, right? That's on Twitter. And then if you want to give us a follow on Instagram, and that's simply at the quintessential podcast, right? Give us a follow, like, uh, tweet. DM, comment, whatever, you know, guys, whatever you, you guys want to see, you know, what, what, what you want me to talk about, uh, your thoughts, you know, uh, what you think as well, uh, yeah, anything, yeah, so yeah, just get at me, <laughs> any way possible, and give us a like, give us a follow, and yeah, then, uh, and that would be much appreciated, and um, we'll see you guys back next week.
for the next episode. Stay safe for my UK people. Wrap up warm. Travel safe. And yeah, uh, stay blessed. Have a good week, guys. Peace out.